Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to another exciting episode of Between the Lines. I'm your host, IBK. We have an unbelievable packed show again. We're going to be talking about the midweek games. We're going to be talking about weekend results. Arsenal were devastated over the, <laughs> during the midweek. They lost uh, um, 3-0 to their ACK enemies. We're going to be talking about the greatness. We will touch on um, the quality ASML has shown all through the season. A marvelous goal by Theo Hernandez. We're going to be touching on one or two games in Spain. We're going to we're going to be also be talking about the weekend results, FA Cup winners. Congratulations to Liverpool winning the FA Cup. It's a big round up of round of applause. The quadruple is still on. We're going to be touching on Haaland signing for Man City, what it means to the Premier League. And AY is going to be excited about his Celtics, guys. They, are, they, they look like the best team to win the NBA this season. Emilio Udoka in his first season. So we have an absolutely packed show. Guys, what's up? Uluashek, what's up? AY, what's up? I mean, yeah, we're good. We're good. You know, it's a... Uh... The week hasn't been good, but I mean, we're recording this at the as at the time that the Arsenal game is on. So perhaps at the end of the recording or like during the recording, <laughs> the mood might be lifted. But in general, it's a uh, yeah, it's uh, it's an okay week. Hey, why? Well, the champs are here, you know. <laughs> Celtics. Yeah. It's been oh. a wonderful weekend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> all right, all right. So let's quickly run through the Tottenham, Tottenham Arsenal. Lajek, what happened in that game? Uh, Olisa is here, by the way. Um, what happened? Okay, Olisa, what what's up? Welcome. Right. Okay. Maybe his, his audio, but yeah, no, that, that game. Um, yeah, what can I say? It's uh, it's difficult to it's difficult to like quantify because. You can't really. How much can you blame a team? And like, because I've seen a lot about like Arsenal capitulated, blah blah blah. But how much can you really blame a team if 20 minutes in or 30 minutes in, one single player has decided to get a red card on a, on his own accord? Like you know, from from the cumulative fouling to get the first red card to get the first yellow card mm-hmm. to um <laughs> to elbowing a guy that his, his the ball is nowhere near him. Right in, yeah, like in acres of space, uh, as a second yellow card, it's like <laughs> that's that's lost us the game. And with already before that, we had gotten we had gotten a, a penalty, uh, dubious, not dubious, it doesn't matter, it had been given. But to then give yourself such such a battle, um, to, to, to get back into the game is not is, is impossible. I mean, in a game that is in, is in Tottenham Stadium, so you know, like there's there's a lot, yeah, like I said, there's a lot said about Arsenal capitulation, but. I wouldn't say that because it wasn't the whole team, it was one player. And if a player has like if one singular player has affected the game so much, then it's 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 a non-event and it's a non-like you can't really um, analyze it because it's it's just I mean for the last 16 minutes we were just going through the motions, you know. So it's unfortunate, but I mean <laughs> people forget that Arsenal is still well, they're still well, I mean, now they are like two points behind because uh Tottenham won the other day. But after the game, they were still one point ahead of, of of Spurs, and if they win today, and obviously the last game of the season against Everton, they are, they are in the they are in the Champions League. So it's still in Arsenal's hands. A big defeat, a big like uh, a big blow, but it's not uh, it's not it's, it, it should not be devastating. 
it can be it can be rectified and that's what i think we should do all right all right um um olisa your your yeah. take on your take on that game quickly one minute I didn't even watch the whole game, but like the only the only thing I really have to add to that is on the holding points. This comes on the same. I think this just this weekend. Uh, what's his name again? I forgot his first name. William William Saliba won like the young player, young player, young player of the season award in France. So I'm just saying, like maybe if we actually decide to keep him instead of have a centre back, you know, rotation that at some point in the season consisted of Pablo Mari. Yeah, speak on it, bro. Game. Speak on it. Alum Chambers, maybe we won't be in this situation himself. I'm just saying. All right. Okay. Um. Ay, Ay, what? Ha- uh. Man City game, devastating. They played two-two. They missed the penalty. West Ham deserved to win that game to me. Not even Man City. It was like they were. It's like they weren't prepared for the game. And West Ham has been solid all through the season. What happened with that game? Uh, well, I mean. City are under pressure. They can. It's like a, like a Formula One race, and you or maybe not Formula One race. I don't know if you have rearview mirrors in Formula One. And uh, looking at your rearview mirror, and you can see the, the the driver behind you getting closer and closer. And you know that if you drop points, uh, Liverpool have the, the the ability, the personnel to to just catch up with you. And uh, of course, we also know that City are not. Um, They've got lots of injuries at the back, so you know, at times you see Fernandinho playing, playing, you know, a centre centre half, and I mean, I mean dude, he has lost his legs. Really. I mean, I think it's thirty-eight or something. No, it's just so, like thirty-six or so. He, 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 he looks like he's seventy-nine. <laughs> he plays 37. like seventy-seven. It's thirty-seven. Okay. Yeah, nineteen eighty-five. Okay. So he, he lost his legs. Leaving Man City at the end of the season, so this is probably you know swan song. And uh, I mean, I don't want to blame him, but I mean, when you're under pressure, perhaps Fernandinho is not the person you need playing your centre back. And uh, of course, I mean, West Ham were hyped for the game. They 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 got knocked out of the uh, Europa League uh, last week. And you know, they just you know, season is ending. They just want you know to give their fans something to cheer. So it was just a bad day in the office for City, really. But we still have to give them lots of credit. They came back from being two goals down. That's that's a lot. They almost won. Adria and Mario has been more, you know, perhaps uh, you know, clinical. I, I guess the pressure also got to him. I don't want to. I don't like blaming players. I think it was a good penalty. I think that was a very good penalty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, a, it was just like a great save. Yeah, because Mario is an absolutely brilliant footballer. So it was just one of those days, and I still think City will probably still wrap up the title. They still got, they still got like you know, uh, but uh, I don't know. <laughs> Let's see what happens. So, right, but even Liverpool have got lots of Liverpool players too now. Salah was, was down on Saturday. Uh, Van Dijk too was down. So but, but, but let's see how it goes. But I still think City might still win it. This um, let's 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 go to the, the uh, congratulations to Liverpool for winning the FA Cup, their first FA Cup since 2005. Congratulations to them. Congratulations. The quadruple is on. Oh, on the balance of the game, I think Chelsea sh- could have won this game. Could have nicked it in if they had better finishes. Liverpool too had a lot of chances, especially in the first 20 minutes. This guy was absolutely everywhere. This uh, this kid. 
Luis Diaz, he was absolutely everywhere. The penalties was just... I think they all played very good penalties. The only person to me who didn't play good penalty was was was, was missing Mount, and he missed his. And we're hearing this is his sixth loss, six straight loss in one. Uh, Manis penalty wasn't good. I think. It was I, don't, okay. I don't think. I think yeah, Manis penalty was horrible. I don't think it was horrible. I I think it was, I think it was mind games. He wanted to sell the keeper and he didn't sell the keeper. That kind of thing. Yeah, that makes it horrible. Yeah, he, he missed the target. Aspilicueta. Aspilicueta's penalty was good. Yeah, his like penalty was wasn't bad. Was no, he, he just hit bar, bar, as in he really placed it. Oh, sorry, sorry, he hit the bar. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't a poor penalty. There are some you say, yes, oh God, what were you doing? Well, but bar is off target now. Yes, I know. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you can still, you can still. You can't say because it's a bar that it wasn't a good penalty. You can't say that. Yeah, I agree. So I think it was a good penalty. Yeah. To me, I only felt missing mounts because all the all the calisthenics he did before he even played that penalty. <laughs> did you run up was bad? Did you guys see? Wait, 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 wait. It reminds me of this dude, this this, this Italian, Simone Zaza. Zaza. And the Euros. Yeah, yeah. The penalty was bad, man. It was really bad. But he, they missed it, and man. And well, Tuchel has lost his. La- um, Chelsea have lost their last three FA Cups, you know, in the last three seasons to Arsenal, to Leicester, and now to Liverpool. You know, I on Twitter I saw some analysis of 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 how the penalties were taken and yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Yeah, like, did you see that three? Like... The, um, the the coaches' different approaches to it. Tuchel was still. You know, it wasn't it wasn't calm, but this guy was already calm. He already knew who was taking, who wasn't taking, and all those kind of things. I'm not saying I I, I think there were some last minute changes from Tuchel. I think they already knew okay who is going to take, who is not going to take at that at that level. You can't say they are not that prepared. It's not it's not it's not it's not possible. But I just felt that I think over time, I think you know in the last five ten minutes, he started having doubts about it, and I think. They all played good penalties, like I said, except except Mount, whose penalty was awful. Olisa. Now, I only watched the penalties this game. Oh, okay. And yeah, that was all I really watched this game. Okay. Um, Olasheng, did you watch the game? Uh, yeah, I did actually. I watched the game. Uh, you're right. It's like, I mean, Liverpool should have been like 2 0 up in the first 20 minutes. Uh, there, was a, there was a chance that. Uh, this guy, uh, Trent, played like an outside of the... Outside, the yeah, it was so sweet. Yeah. Magnificent player, Trent, by the way. And then uh, this guy was one-on-one and he just... He, I think he was trying to give like Mendy the eyes and like puts it near post because he, obviously he's coming in from, from the left and he was trying to like... Normally the, the finish would be far post, but he tried to put it like near post and Mendy saved it. And he was just causing a lot of problems to Liverpool, to Chelsea, all throughout that 20 minutes. But over time, like they, they grew in Kovacic's side, like spraying passes. And I wouldn't say like Chelsea deserves to win it on the balance of play. They grew into the game like well, but I mean, they, they didn't like create more chances than Liverpool did in the game. And uh, I mean, uh, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> their Wembley, their Wembley uh, record is looking, it's looking, uh, <laughs> looking a little bit spooky, right, to be honest. So they need to, they need to hold up. But like, do you, do you guys think? Um, like that thread that you were talking about on Twitter, do you think like penalties is a, it's like a mental thing or it's like a oh, yeah. skill and strategy? I think it's a combination of both. Uh, I think it's a combination of mm-hmm. both. If you missed, 
if you've missed like maybe one penalty sh- if you've been poor maybe one penalty shootout in like the last five or six you understand you say okay that one that you didn't win you say okay yeah you you messed up but if you've missed successive penalty shootouts you won't say it's luck again and and at this and at that level there are coaches who are who are set pieces set piece coaches and of course if you're that's what they live for set pieces and all those things and that's where they earn their money they have to know all those little little details and if you guys don't deliver on the night with the way football is as ruthless as it is i think your job is on the line same thing is mentality to be honest because i mean <laughs> all i know is like back in the, when i was in when i was in secondary school i used to like play on this tournament <laughs> and i had like two penalty shootouts in like for like school tournaments and i missed both of them and obviously, I'm not like I'm not shit at football, but I just I couldn't play I couldn't play this penalty. So I know, and that was like in front of like 20 people. So imagine doing that in front of uh, Wembley's 90,000. It's uh, yeah, it's, I think it's mentality to be honest. But like, yeah, there's some, uh, yeah. I was gonna say that there, there's some big there's some big finals like you see guys walk up, you know, like they play the extra time every day and that kind of time. There's some guys that you walk up and you know that before. Oh, this guy's missing. You already know. You can you can see on his face he's missing. I can't remember who it was, but there was someone like that. I, I think it was the England Italy game. I, as soon as he walked out, you know, it's here. That was funny. I actually knew that like Maris was missed the penalty yesterday. Maris is not a good penalty. He is. Like, he is. Well, maybe. Go and look at his record. It's unbelievable. Man. I'm thinking Leicester. It's Leicester I'm thinking. Like, he yeah, missed the number. No, if his Le- Leicester was Vardy. Yeah, but mm-hmm. there, there were some games that maybe Vardy didn't play with take and he missed some. But well, for Man City, maybe I'm just there. absolutely ruthless, man. I'm just saying, you know, you know, record there, record the sum. But okay, know. so let let's 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 move quickly to Italy. AC Milan is matching onto the title. They just look so solid, man. Tomori and Kalulu have been a steal. They've been, I th- I think Tomori is the best defender this season in, in Syria, bar none. And and there's Kunibali there. There's Krenia there. But I think he's been the best defender in Syria. And to, and in that game against Atlanta, they were solid defensively. Tonali ran the show properly in the middle of the park. Rafael, uh, he he's only going to get he's going to he's only going to get better. Mad, uh, I say Madrid, Isim Lan are not going to sell that guy at all. At least they are going to put pen to paper. Maybe Six, sixty mil, sixty mil. Somebody will get him. Nah, nah, nah. AC Milan are not they, they are they are stable now. They are going to demand more. They are going to demand more. Especially if especially if they win Syria. Especially if they win Syria. If he's going, if he's going to go, he's going to go for, for a fortune, man. That guy has everything he wants in an you know, in a win win I, I, I don't think he's gonna leave anytime soon to begin uh-huh. with. Because they are even looking at a new deal. Yeah, he's starting <laughs> and they're in the champ they're gonna play in Champions League again next season. I mean, if you look at the, the young guy, very intelligent player, intelligent yeah, person, because right now he's speaking good Italian, so that shows yeah. there's a will. There's a will. Oh, but he's been around for a minute, too, bros. He's been around for a minute. Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's just two years. It's just two years. Yeah, the like, players have been that, that, that were in England for 10 years. I could do speaking. Aguero. I want to Aguero. What's it called? 9320 though. And I was like, He's not like his English is bad. It's just he speaks like someone that's like kind of new to country, like not someone that's been around like ten years. Yeah, the truth of the matter is, with things like that, you know that he doesn't mingle. 
it's still strictly those Spanish and all that. Let's let's get back to the AC Milan. Yeah, tomorrow you are US talking some talking about it. Yeah, tomorrow. yeah, you you're right. I mean, you're not you're not gonna pick three central defenders in, in Syria and not pick Tomori. Uh to be fair, I've not really followed the Syria. I've only watched maybe two games a week, usually just the big boys. So it would be unfair of me to say, okay. This is the best central defender in, in Syria. But from the teams I've seen, he's been way better than Skriniar this year. I want yeah. to pick Skriniar or, or De Vrij. Yeah. So, I don't know. Could, could oh, Kuli Bali. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, so I, I, I still, I would say Tom Murray is top two, top three. And like, and like you said earlier, the, the, the land is just so intelligent. He got quickly and just, you know, settled in fast, learned the language. You know, just saw it as an opportunity to, to to develop himself after you know a bit of a stagnation at, at Chelsea. So the way I see him, I don't think he's going to leave anytime soon. There's no reason to leave really because he's, he's playing almost he's starting. every game. He's starting. Yeah, he's starting. He's and he's gonna, yeah, and he's going to play. He's going to the World Cup this year, definitely. Oh, he was, well, sorry, no, 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 he's not. Sorry, 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 sorry. sorry, sorry. I said he probably want to go to the World Cup this year, so he needs to be starting regularly. And uh, you won't want to take that risk of coming back to England and then maybe, you know, being on the bench and all that big thing. So, from his own point of view, I think it's better to stay at in Milan. They are going to be in Champions League next year. They'll probably win Syria this year. So, there's really nothing. I mean, sometimes I wish Tomori played for Canada, though, because he was born in Canada, right? Yeah. And yeah. He would have, it would have been 100% guaranteed to start. Not, what about Nigeria? <laughs> Uh, maybe not Nigeria. <laughs> <laughs> I think Canada would have benefited because at least we have had two World Cups, definitely two World Cups. We'll yeah, play this yeah, World yeah. Cup and then the next four years. So that would have been wonderful. But you know, he chose he chose to play for for England. So. But has he played? Has he played any like? Uh, com- uh, is he up to five? Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, he, uh, uh, I'm lucky. Yeah. Okay. So, um, sorry, sorry. Just, just. Uh, isn't it funny how like their team is consisted of of young players, and nobody said, "Oh, this is a young team. We can't expect them to do anything." They are literally uh, one point away from winning the league. But when it comes to Ateta's Red Army, it's like, "Oh shit, man, these what? guys are young." <laughs> but guys, but Tulashen, they, they have a lot of old players there. They still have. It's led by who? Forty-year-old Zlatan. 35-year-old Giroud. They still have a, yeah. you know, you know, they still have okay, a... Okay, Leao is 21. Tomori is 22. Kalulu is no, 21. Tonali is 21. Actually, most of the players are young, but they've got a couple of veteran players. Veteran players. So, I think it's yeah, balanced. Yeah, yeah. Unlike in Arsenal, yeah, it's balance, more, yeah. you know, 21s, 22, 23s. <laughs> maybe yeah. 129, 130, so like that. Yeah. I mean, you. Know, I mean, you know, if you have a bad game, you know Zlatan is going to be on your case the next game. <laughs> you know that already. You can't even have I mean, a bad game and be, yeah, and be proud. That's enough reason. That's enough reason for you. That's enough reason for you to be focused. You guys, you know about that now. There's no mm-hmm. player. I mean, I don't know. Maybe Obama Young was like that before. I don't think so. Uh, well, it, def- it definitely was. Yeah, was a good example. So, yeah. So. Can I say the last thing on Milan? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I watch, I watch a lot from that group, that Champions League group this year. I watch a lot of games and I know they finished a lot of that game. I know they finished like last with four points. But I felt like they, on on like the whole, from the games I watched between them and Atletico, I thought they were much better than Atletico. There were, there were a couple games where maybe last minute decisions could have gone different. He could have swung the group. So I really feel like they're a team that 
getting better, improving everything, they could really be something in the Champions League. Yeah. So, see how that goes for them. And uh, uh, and also touching on Milan, their coach is not is not forty. This is not his first job. Oh, yeah, he's not. Yeah, <laughs> he's been he's been around the only So, okay, um, guys, Man City have signed, you know, maybe the best central center forward in the game, the best young center forward in the game, Haaland. This season, especially this, you know, this uh, this last couple of weeks, the injuries have really, really. Man City did something funny. They sold Ferran Torres in January. They didn't replace him. Um, this other guy, Mendy, left because of some, you know, legal issues. They didn't replace. Those were two bodies they needed, and now they have so many, you know, defensive errors that even defensive issues that even Fernandino is playing center half against Antonio. Jesus. Mm. Now, Man City have decided, okay, over well, the last couple of seasons, they didn't need a striker. And and I think in some games, just that little edge of, of having a striker has hurt them, you know. And now they, I think they've signed an absolute stunner in at Ellen Haaland, six foot four, 80, 86 goals in 89 matches for Dortmund. He's an absolute beast of a striker. Scored a hat trick on his debut for Dortmund. Scott a hat trick in Champions League debut. The guy is the guy is destined for greatness. He's just 21 and he's six foot four and he runs like a gazelle. Left foot, right foot. He likes goals. I can't just I can't imagine him and Kevin De Bruyne and, and you know Silva and Foden and all these guys just dropping dimes for him. He's going to be hungry. <laughs> he's going to laugh lap up all the goals and, and and don't forget they also signed another striker you know from Argentina in January that is coming also oh, yeah. this summer so, yeah, yeah, yeah. so them selling you know you know rumor has it that Arsenal have dropped a bid for Gabriel Jesus them selling Jesus they've already covered their bases Alisa uh, uh, well, okay uh, AY okay. Haaland okay uh, well first and first I mean if I'm going to have sympathy for anything that he's having, uh, 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 having uh, maybe personal issues in terms of maybe players being injured. It's not going to be Man City <laughs> because uh, <laughs> they've outspent everyone. <laughs> they've outspent everyone in the past couple of years. So you know, <laughs> whatever, man. So, uh, but I mean, you're right. I mean, they 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 lost Torres in January. Uh, they had an opportunity to buy to buy Kane at the end of last season, and they. Uh, they chose they fluffed their lives. One... They fluffed their lives. I won't say I, I won't say they fluffed their lives because I mean I, I won't pay one fifty million pounds again. So, but I you can, can, but you pay hundred for for Jack Grealish. Please make this. <laughs> no, no, no. They're they they're two different issues here. Oh, okay, okay. Where, where are they signed? Where, signing Jack Grealish had nothing to do with signing Kane. They would assign Kane if Kane was for if Kane was was valued at say hundred million pounds. They would have signed him despite oh. signing Jaguar. So the problem with signing Kane was not that they didn't have money to sign Kane. They just were not willing to pay one fifty million for a player in his late twenties when they knew they could get uh, Erling Haaland for for you know a fraction of that in a, in a year's time, which is exactly what they did. Event. So it made economic financial economic sense. I get that. Uh, but you know, selling selling for Torres, uh, what does it that the, the dude was on take wanted to yeah. go back to Spain? So I don't think I would necessarily blame City for selling him. 
uh, and I didn't blame them. I just thought that they would have replaced, you know, gotten a body. No, no, that's let, see, let me let, let me let me tell you something. What City did is what I expect teams to do. You need to have a strategy. You don't just go to the market, you know, without a strategy. So they, they had to sell for Torres, and they had this pile of they had cash in the bank. They could have gone to buy, say, Aubameyang or something. So what would have been the long-term sense in buying Aubameyang in January and then buying Alan in the summer? It wouldn't have made any sense. So it made more Meanwhile, sense. Meanwhile, they had paid the for Alvarez. Meanwhile, they had also bought Alvarez. In- yeah, so it makes more sense. They paid for Alvarez. They paid a fraction of what they would have paid for Kane for Alan. They're going to get those two strikers in the summer. If they sell a suit for 60 million, then they've got their Alan money back anyway. So if you look at it, they've, they've done well financially for themselves and they've, they've shown they have, they have a strategy. Of course, if they sell a suit, they'll probably still kind of get another striker. Maybe someone much older, someone that would just come off the bench and just, you know, sort of competition for Alan. Uh, but the point is, it, it made sense what they did. And now to Alan, uh, we know his dad, Alf, Alf Inge, played for, for Man City at a point. Uh, Fefe mostly got, uh, got his leg broken by, by Captain Roy King. And, um, of course, the, 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 the major factor here was, you know, the money was there on the table. They were willing to pay. Uh, Man City looked like a team on the hop. The team competed for all, all trophies every season. So it made sense for Alan to go to City. And we're also hearing that there's a buyout clause in his contract of about, I think, 200 million. So who knows, in the next three, four years, Real Madrid, PSG, could sign him from City. So, uh, Alan is on the up. It's a good move for him because he's going to start and he's going to be working <laughs> for one of, the best, one of the best managers out there. So, it's a good move for him. It's a good move for City. It shows they, they have long-term strategies. Uh, they, 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 they follow a plan. They don't just, they don't just, they are not reactive in the market. They, they have a strategy and they stick to the strategy and it, and it works for them. So, that's just it. It's a, it's a wonderful deal for everyone involved too. Lisa, you wanted to say something about this Haaland? Real quick on like the... It's more about City than it's about Haaland, actually. Okay. I, I have a conspiracy theory. All right. I feel like, like... Like, 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 out. City always have a plan. Like, there's always seemingly something. Like, they, they get, they go out, they buy Haaland. They like, they like players who fit their strategy. But every once in a while, you hear about City rumors that don't make any sense. So like we so like you know talking about Kane them not getting Kane last season because they could get Haaland this summer, but they were also in rumors about Ronaldo, you know. And then like this past week they were in heavy rumors about signing Paul Pogba. These are two players that have no you know, essentially no basis in how they can like what they're. But those are rumors from the press, not from the. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I feel uh, like all these rumors are fabricated. Okay. Hold on. I feel like every single one of them makes no sense. Okay, wait, wait, wait. The, the Ronaldo one, the Ronaldo one was a situation of okay, we didn't get, we didn't get, uh, you know, who came, <clears throat> and then Ronaldo is coming cheap. We know Ronaldo will give us goals, which is what we want from Kane. So let's see if we can get. We know Ronaldo is not probably not going to play more than two seasons, okay? Mm. And then if he plays for a season, he he probably will come come off the bench more in the second season when we have a land. So I think even signing Ronaldo made sense because 
from that point of view. And then there's an agent that in football that you just the way football works, you have this agent, this super agent, and you know that along the line they might have clients you need later on. So you just do little favors for them. Oh, you want to, you want to, you, you, you need a player for Ronaldo. Okay, I'll give him a two-year contract. You know that when uh, your Mendes has the next superstar and you give him a call, he's going to answer you because you've done this favor for him before. So sometimes you just need to bend a little bit. Uh, your the other person talked about for Pogba. I don't think, to be honest, I don't think City had an interest in Pogba, and if they did. Yeah, I, I think, and let's assume they did. You've got Fernandinho leaving at the end of the season, right? Mm, yeah. Uh, so I mean, Pogba is free. So He's also if you can get play thirty games, agreed. But I mean, Fernandinho is not playing thirty games. Doesn't he? Uh, so you, you get me. So mm. I think signing Pogba would, would have been probably you know just someone you know down on the bench or something or someone an extra an extra body but of course I, I didn't think it was a good fit because of Pogba's nature mm. compared to Pep's nature it's just yeah, Pep likes likes hard working players yeah uh, it's just, and all that. It's just yeah, everything that Pep has told us what he likes about midfield that Pogba doesn't have any of it so yeah I exactly you know. I, 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 yeah I never also, thought that was that was gonna work yeah also on uh, the Ronaldo thing, I don't know if Pep would be willing to sign up for Ronaldo's lack of pressure at this stage. But anyway, I went to uh, there was a tweet. No, I, 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 I think I think that would I, I think that would have worked from a professional point of view because even though Ronaldo will not press, Ronaldo is the ultimate professional. Yes, Ronaldo. Then. Look, when you when you see a player that is hardworking, that is willing to, and of course that scores, you you mm. still sort of overlook some things. I think Ronaldo would have been just like the way Aguero was. You know, he wasn't going to start every mm. game. He would probably start, say, half of oh, the Oh, later, game. later, Aguero. Yeah, yeah, okay. later, Aguero, sort of. Okay, even, yeah. And Aguero was never, even, even, even prime Aguero was never, nah. like, was, like, wasn't pressing. Yeah, he wasn't pressing, but like he was, he was um, no, very but I, I remember, I, I remember after Pep's first season, he wanted to get rid of Aguero. He mm-hmm. wanted to. But, 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 my, uh, I think Aguero scored too, too many goals yeah. for him. But, yeah, no, no, not, not that. Mansour told him that, look, this guy is a cult hero in this city. They love this guy in this city. We, please, for once, we're not going to agree to this request. Just manage Aguero. And that's why Pep managed him for four or five years. Because he just felt he couldn't get rid of him. And the, the club knew that Aguero had this following in, in I mean, he scored the, 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 the goal that won them their first title and all that. So fans really loved him. And they didn't want to, you know, do that sort of. So yeah. the point is, if you're a professional, you love Pep. If you're not a lazy player, if you don't, you don't slouch and all that. I think you work well, well with Pep. And if, you, of course, you are willing to come off the bench, you work well with Pep. Well with Pep. All right. All really, right. really quickly, really quickly. Should okay. I drop it? Pardon? There's a tweet by David Onstein. Should I drop it? Okay, drop. Uh, Kylian Mbappe is understood to have agreed terms with Real Madrid. The 23-year-old forward has not signed yet. Paris Saint-Germain has still get, I still have yet to give up hope of keeping signing, keeping him. So. All right, all right, all right. Thank you for that update. Okay, um, Olajan, thank you very much for for your time. What's what's by the way? What's the scores between Newcastle and Arsenal at the moment? Zero, zero. Okay, yeah. all right. Tommy Asu just went up, so it's, it's Cedric against Maximan. I, I can't watch for it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, so. Okay. Tommy Asu is in my, my FPL. 
I'm not smoke again. Wait, Shagun, <laughs> you're watching. Like, why is the possession 71 Because I, I, they are literally pressing us now. Like they are pushing us now back. Arsenal is playing on the counter. I don't, I don't grab. I swear. <laughs> ah, this team will not finish me, man. <laughs> okay, well, that's good. No worries. We going, we going to Europa together, bro. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, um, anyway, let's shift to let's shift to the NBA. The first game, um, game seven. You guys turned up. Blue, <laughs> blue box out of the water. What happened? How uh, this guy doing this? And of course, the injury got smiled uh, on you. You guys are not injured. Uh, the champs are here. The champs are here. So, um, oh, sorry, what happened? Well, <laughs> you can't no, have scored. What happened? Huh? Oh. No, 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 um, so, um, yeah, yeah, like we, like, like we said, um, last week, um, there was, there was, you know, a chance of taking the box with Middleton out, I think I, we said that much because Middleton is like the second or third best player, so, <clears throat> we had, we had an opportunity to, you know, to beat them. And uh, I'm glad everything came. Every, everything came. You know, everything worked for us in game game six and game seven. And as you said, we didn't have injuries. We did have uh, Robert Williams out for yeah. the last three games. So it's no, not. We also had injuries. Like, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. So it's not like we were also fit, but, but we were good on the defensive end. We were tight. We you guys knew did not have Brown. Uh, you didn't. You didn't have Brown out. Those guys had their second best player out. Yeah. Calm down. Hold on, hold on. I get you. I, I, I get you. I mean, Middleton is like our, our own brown. So it's uh, not like, no. I mean, when I say Williams, it's like comparing Lopez. Uh, like they, they no, 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 not Lopez. Yeah. Lopez. <laughs> so, but I mean, at the end of the day, it's part, it's part of the game. You know, injuries are part of the game. So, I mean, it's not our fault to go into it. So, we did what yeah, we sure. have to do. Yeah, we did what we had to do, especially game seven. That was, I mean, that was believable. We just, we just mauled them. I mean, we allowed Giannis to do his thing, you know. Yeah, get a forty. No, <laughs> no, he didn't 40. even get forty. He didn't even get yeah. thirty. So he got twenty-five. Yeah, he got twenty-five. Twenty rebounds. Yeah, keep shooting, keep doing your thing. But you know, Juwali Day, we choked him. Uh, well, well, a lot, a lot of the role players didn't, didn't, didn't show up, didn't turn up, and um, at the end of the day, we got to win. And now we, 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 we're up to Miami, you know, the Heat, and uh, we see how that goes. That's going to be a lot tougher because the Heat have got a solid bench. Like I said, the problem I have with the Heat is that it's not the first thing we can we can match up with the first thing one on one. But the problem is when perhaps we start resting our big boys and we are leading with just three points. And then it's and they bring in Tyler and Hero, <laughs> Tyler Hero and Frosh and, and then Robinson. <laughs> and then they have they go on this 10 0 run, yeah, run. <laughs> yeah, they know how to do this kind of things. Yeah, yeah, I, that, that's the problem with Miami the bench. So I I really hope we can. I know it's gonna be tough. I I still think we can do it uh, because. Um, Kalari is not very fit. If Kalari is not fit, I think we can we can win it. Kalari is not fit. If Kalari is fit, it's gonna be very tough. But Jimmy Butler becomes a superstar in playoffs. All of a sudden, Jimmy Butler is scoring 30, 40 points. You'd be like, 
Okay, you that can score seven points uh, well, it, sometimes. Where did that forty points come? Yeah, he, <laughs> the thing is, he, he can't. He can't. Like I said, he can't do it alone. That, that's where the problem. He's gonna get his 30, 40 points. Fine. You get Yannis got his 30, 40 points too. You know. But when the the thing is, what are the other guys bringing? If 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 like we said, if Salahiro is coming off the bench and scoring twenty, and then Max Strauss is coming off the bench and scoring another twenty, then we cook. We could. If those guys are coming up the bench and scoring 40, we could. We could. We, don't forget they still got they, they still got Oladipo. Yes. Yes. For once a star in this league. Yeah, still coming up the bench, and if you can come up and all score maybe another eight, nine, then we're bleeding points already. So the thing is, we've got to be tight. <coughs> both both the first team and the bench. We've got to limit, you know, the, the shooting. Uh, I mean, they've got too many shooters. Duncan Robinson, it's going to be a tough one. I, I hope Williams is fit so that our defense is a lot tighter. But like I said, with Kaulari, it's a real doubt. I think I think we can make it in seven. I think we can make it in seven. And when I look at the West and I see what's coming from the West, I think yeah. <laughs> I think Miami is probably going to be our toughest test. Well, but but um, um, I will ask you one question, Olisa. Um, anyway, yeah. let me ask Olisa this question quickly. Um, Olisa, what do you think has been? Yeah. What do you think has been the key to, um, two people's successes? One, Golden State success this season in the playoffs. That's the first yeah. part. And then secondly, um, Celtics defense this season. What has been the key to their success? These two. Well, well, first on Golden State, I mean, just just, just the fact that Jordan Poole has decided that now I'm the splash brother, like, has, <laughs> like, has like really like that's a good one. So, yeah, I mean, I I could take shots at them and like, hey, you played like two teams with like significant injuries, but it's it's more than just that. Like they've they've really they've really like worked into their system. Everybody got healthy at the right time. Everybody's everybody's picking at the right time. So things are going well. Things are going well for them right now, and I think. I think that I think they're a team to share, but I also feel like, especially in like the Memphis series, there were there are a number of times where maybe bad turnovers, maybe poor execution, where you worry about whether that could hold up against maybe not the Mavericks, but like if they meet the Heat or the Celtics, two particularly strong defensive teams, maybe maybe that's not something that they can get away with. But just sometimes the, I just the, feel that they are not buttoned yeah. up enough. Yeah, but I. I agree, and they haven't faced teams that particularly um. Yes, they will punish like, those mistakes. Yes. Yeah, but I also feel like the way they the way they play is you kind of have to deal with the turnovers. Like you 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 get to have all this like all this off screen action with, with Steph Curry. They get to have all this like back cut stuff with with um with um pool because you allow them to play these, so they commit more turnovers. So I feel like it's I feel like it's just it's just a consequence of the of the action. Then the Celtics, I mean, the Celtics in this game, what, what did they let the Bucks shoot? 17% from three or something. Yes. They, no, sorry, 12% from three. No, it was, was it 12? It was around that. Yeah, okay. I thought it was, it was like, a, you know. Four of 33. Okay. Also, they just, they just left Brown Williams open. They just decided why not, why not deciding to guard, which didn't work. So he had 27. And yes. Especially. Especially in this game, like like you know, like AY mentioned that like, um Giannis got his. It's not like he got his like just just easily. He had twenty five, but he took twenty five shots, twenty six. Mm. 
Okay, so Terry, so Terry percent from the field. They were swarming him any any single time. There would be three people around him immediately, and he could. They built a wall. They built yeah, a wall. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if like I feel like a wall is even a bad term. It's not like they were like standing. It was like as soon as he gets the ball, three people will converge him from all all three sides. Like he won't even like blind side. He won't even see them come. It's not even like they're in front of him or anything. So I, so I feel like. You know, going into this next series, going into this next series where you have like Jimmy Butler, whose three-point shot is not very consistent. I feel like that's something they could do against Swarm him. But they do have shooters, even though to be fair, they've decided that Duncan obviously is just a wall. It's just not showing up for any of these games. So I wonder how I wonder how they can get away with that. But I guess if they play him, he's he's allowing all those points back on. Him. Can can I say something before we we wrap up this show concerning one thing that I think. That was Pardon? You don't talk about Sam? Yeah, I said I want to say something about this about this conversation. I want to add my own take concerning this conversation. One thing that I I will say about this Miami team that Celtics I think would find a bit more difficult is because Miami don't doesn't have like one superstar where you can really clamp on, and they can beat you so many ways. We've mentioned all these names and we didn't even mention Bama Debayo. You know, they can beat you so many ways. This guy is even there. This um, PJ Tucker for toughness too. He moved from box to that team. So they have different styles. And of course, Spolstra is he's a great coach and he's going to come up with plans. And sometimes I feel like he can do that Belichick kind of thing to beat you. Yeah, been there, done that. Yeah, been there, done that. And then prepare for one game and know what to do. Okay, yeah. this is, these are your strengths, and take away your strengths. Like, okay, you know what? Your strength is shooting threes. You're not going to shoot threes. Come and beat us with shooting twos or something. You know, that's the kind of coach he can. That's the kind of coaching thing he can come up with. You know, strategy can come, and that's where I feel I worry for the Celtics. I I I don't have any. <laughs> I, I'm indifferent for whoever wins it wins it. I'll be happy for the person, but it's going to be great, man. Anyway, yeah. final take on this. Uh, well, I mean, I don't know the status of uh, Lowry, so... <laughs> Your back is Lowry. <laughs> yeah, I say Celtics. But no, because Lowry is very good. Yeah. And yeah. he's also, I mean, I mean, if Lowry is there, he creates space for Butler and other people, and he's a good playmaker. So if he's there, he's going to cause lots of problems. So, I mean, Lowry on smart is, is not, it's quite balanced. I mean, smart will outmuscle him, but <laughs> he's a better playmaker. So... Uh, anyway, Celtics in seven. Uh, I think I don't know. I think Luca might just might just do it for the Mavericks. So, I don't know. So maybe has the penny dropped? Has the penny dropped for Luca? Because he was really he was really messing up <laughs> this guy uh, well, with his talks and everything. Uh, yeah. I talk. mean, I, I think I think I think he just <clears throat> he just he just stepped up in the last two games. It was just unbelievable. And of course, Chris Paul. I mean, that's my problem with Chris Paul. I mean, he takes you just far enough, and then he just he just drops drops the bottle, and then he's exposed. You know, he just <laughs> because he went someone, there. Someone actually made that comparison, Matteo. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, they they said um, so, someone was asking like, how how does everyone hate Chris Paul this much? And someone said they embody everything that like the team sixties first and forth, which is pretty you know pretty accurate. I can't argue with that. Wow. Yeah, he just takes you just far enough. I mean, he's an excellent player, but 
just when he just had to give just average performances and average average to score would have been enough to get into the final. But he was just four. And it's not even the age. I don't think the problem is the age, because I mean he's not I mean he just got 37, but I mean you don't just your body doesn't just age one year in a day, does it? Mm. So I, I don't know. Maybe it's time to just pack it all up and die. So people are saying money. that he should be, a, he should, he should join Tom Brady and get a deal to be <laughs> an analyst. Since Tom Brady, ah, well, the, an problem, the, problem is, <laughs> <laughs> the, the problem is, I think he still has about, uh, I think, uh, two million. Yeah, about three more years on the table. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I don't, know, I don't know about that. <laughs> it was more, it was more than that thing that went wrong in that game. I mean, I mean, it was more. Than, I mean, he had one point to so like three quarters. Well, I felt like it was more than just him. Like I, I mean, I only watched like how many minutes? First quarter and then like half of the second. I only watched until it was like 43-25 in that game, and I knew like, oh, like this is, this is it. Like this is over. Let me just do this. But even in like the first five minutes, just the way that we were executing stuff, where it's like. We tried to execute something 16 seconds go off. We let Carter take a three from like top of the yard. Right. Just there were just some <laughs> possessions where you could just tell, oh, something's wrong. Like just everyone is off. Nobody's playing with any urgency. It wasn't until they bought in Cam Johnston that I think like we made a few goal. Or like there was any any sense any sense of urgency or any sense of like this is actually game seven. It, 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 ah. I know I know like you know everyone's going to jump off with ball. Yeah, like. I don't know, nine points in this game. But I think, you know, you look at crowd at this and all the, none of these guys. Nobody should. Bro, bro, bro. It's Chris Paul, man. It's Chris Paul, man. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just, I'm just saying. <laughs> it's Chris Paul, like, man. Like, beyond, beyond just this game, even like going back to the Pelican series, you look at Mikhail, like what Mikhail Bridges is averages are. You look at what his defense is saying. What are we talking about? Look, look, look. look I, I, get, I get your point. I get your point that, look, look maybe these guys should have, should have given more. Yeah. But when when you see Chris Paul for all his years of experience, for his skill set, for what he earns, I mean, it's on thirty million for the next three years. Yeah. So, I mean, you expect more from him. If Chris Paul yeah. is well doing well, everyone is like see, Chris Paul is like a beacon, right? Yeah. If he's doing well, everyone does well because he he he, he sets up plays better, he defends better, he cuts off the turnovers, and 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 so on and so forth. So if Chris Paul is struggling. He's not getting those balls, those good looks for other players. Yeah. Those easy looks. He's not, he's not giving them the ball better. So the issue is, I will always say this was this was down to Chris Paul. Trust me, it was down to Chris Paul. I'm not saying other players couldn't have stepped up. But when Chris Paul was Chris, Chris Paul was dead for like three games. It's not like he had just one bad game. Yeah. He was he failed the team for like three straight games. Even when they managed to win game, was it game five? They managed to win game five, right? Game five, that they managed. Was, uh, he was really poor. He was poor in game five. Hmm. You know, so that's just it. And I mean, Luca just, I mean, at the point I thought, look, did these guys do something to Luca personally because he, he was so, he was like an animal. He was so, so pissed off. He was just really aggressive. You know, attacking the paint. It was just all over the place. And like I said. Like I said last week, if you if you don't make everything about Luka Doncic and you allow other players to also you know, shine, players like uh, Dim with it, uh, players like Bronson, 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 
if those players also, you know, if they, if they can get 30 points here, 30 points there, you know, and all that, you'll be fine. But this is exactly what happened. You know, yesterday, uh, Jim Widow dropped 30 points. Yeah. So it's not so. Even though, yeah, Luca was Luca. Luca carried the team. But when Luca wasn't there, other guys showed up. Other guys showed up, which is what what what, what Dallas. If, if Dallas can feel like that, they'll be fine against the Warriors. Because I think the point with the Warriors is they're not they're not they don't have the height. That's the first one. The Warriors. Yeah, that's the first one. That's the first Warriors are gonna have. They don't have the height and. So that already there's already a mismatch. Luca is already a mismatch with Curry and and all that. <clears throat> so if I think I think the Maver- the Mavericks can do it, but maybe that's what I want because I feel we'll beat the Mavericks <laughs> silly. <laughs> I know we'll beat the Mavericks silly. I know we'll beat the Warriors. But it won't be silly, you get. But I know we'll beat the Mavericks real bad because. I can see the Mavericks coming to us the same way the box came, uh, the same way the, the the Nets came to us with KD and Kyrie. I know that's how the Mavericks are going to come to us, and they're going to get, we're going to wipe the floor with them. Unlike the Warriors, that are more, you know, they've got different ways of playing, and they're more, you know, yeah, they're of course experienced and all. <laughs> All right, thank you very much. My name is IBK. Remember, this is still between the lines. You can check us on our podcast platforms. And thank you very much. And good night.